1: Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer,
2: broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hey there, a lot of fingers pointing at me when... turns to be my turn at the microphone. I can handle the fingers pointing at me. No problem there. My listening friend, welcome to Come Together San Diego. Kaz Taylor here, and uh, we have a show that is appropriate to the name Come Together San Diego, and we have people that are appropriate to that title as well. I want to introduce to you uh, some longtime friends of mine, and they're going to work with me for the first hour of this two-hour broadcast, Pastor Barry And Candy Sappington, hey, you guys. Hey, hey. hey. Well, (laughs) didn't they do that so well? (laughs) And uh, they're pastors of the Crosspoint Life Church in La Mesa, and uh, a lot of things going on there. I always like to dip in there on a Sunday just to see what's going on, and they don't even kick me out or anything. I just love that. You know, one of the things that my friend, as I mentioned in the title, uh, Come Together San Diego, the whole point of this radio broadcast is to assess what's going on in San Diego County, how God is stirring the people to come together and not only uh, embrace it, but also declare it. So what we want to do in this first hour of the show is declare what God has been doing in San Diego County to bring us together. And I think, my friend, as you listen to this, you'll not only be amazed, but you'll also say, hey, I, I can participate even more than I am. And that's what God wants. He goes, I want my church. And my friend, no more sitting in pews and just just clapping every once in a while and then going, To McDonald's afterwards. None none of this anymore. It's it's time to get very serious about what God wants you to do Mm -hmm. in your life. Barry Sappington, can I hear an amen? I hear (laughs) an amen from Barry Sappington? (laughs) Tell us, I know you were involved and have been involved and continuing to be involved, not only with your Cross Point Life Church, and you always have stuff going on there, but also you've been involved in some other joint. Uh, endeavors. Mm -hmm. One of them is 40 days of hope and other things as well. So start, start us off by kind of giving an overview of what you sense God is doing here and Candy jump on in whenever Mm -hmm. you want. Okay. Pastor Barry.
3: I think um, it's, it's obvious to me that God is moving in San Diego. I think we can all agree. Anybody that's really pursuing the heart of God. I think we, we can see, sense, taste, feel his goodness being poured out. Yes. And uh, even looking back over you know many decades now of ministry, I, I think we 've always can and both have always had a heart to be connected more than just our local congregation, sure. even in youth ministry days, we would be a part of you know young life, campus life, whatever it was, we would be a part of that because it 's always struck us that just to be connected to one congregation and stay isolated. It doesn't seem like the heartbeat of God. Exactly. You know, and there's an amazing tandem
2: movement that's going on here. And we want to talk about that too. It's called unite San Diego. Yeah. And you guys are into that big time. In fact, so. uh, Michael Griffiths and Annie were going to be with us as well. Mm-hmm. We need to pray for them, my friend, because uh, God is in the healing process of them as well. Yes. They, they weren't feeling quite up to par. Yeah. And uh, so well, thank you, Barry for jumping in at the last moment, Honored. but unite San Diego and candy. I know you're involved in all this as well. Overview from you, candy.
4: I'm not quite as involved because I work full-time outside the the walls of the church, but I participate whenever I can in the evenings and uh, go to the rallies that they've had. Yes. But um, as far as leadership in it, I haven't... I haven't done too
2: much. But, but I, I wanted to bring that up because, you know, there's a lot of people that fall into that category. It's but true. it's not a, an excuse for you to say let somebody else do it. Oh, absolutely. It's, a ma- it's a matter of coming alongside of what other people are doing. And whatever God stirs you to do, you just, and you're I, I've seen you in a church environment. You're in the thick of things, but you don't like to be in the forefront. You just like to nudge it along. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what you do as a mom and a minister. I love that. Very true. Very true. <laughs> so my friend, some of you have the uh, nudging ministry. So, so we're going to encourage you to do the that gift of nudge. <laughs> <laughs> that might be your call tell us a little bit more about unite san diego and the and the big picture what's going on unite here. san
3: diego is really in process i mean it's really exciting to see what god's doing uh you know michael and annie have been at the forefront of this chris leeper as well yes he has we'll be calling on calling in just a little while uh, i'm kind of the, the late comer to this this triad of, of leaders for unite but god is pouring out mightily through unite michael is so connected up and down the state of california with government leaders uh, you know, business leaders, church leaders. And because of that, his heart has been to see a united San Diego region, yes. but also a united California where business, church, and government come together Ooh. on a collaborative front and dream about how we can advance the kingdom together. Yes. And it's happening.
2: Yeah don't don't you think that the the kind of the rules of church mentality have changed over the over the uh, several years and becoming more and more what I would dare say the kingdom mentality mm-hmm. instead of the church mentality mm-hmm. and you just said it, you spelled it out very well there pastor berry and that is what used to be we're the church and here's what we and our denomination can do. Mm-hmm. But now we're stepping back and we're going, it's not only my church and the other churches in the area, but it's also what's going on in government. Are you kidding me? It's yeah. what's going on in the school system. Mm-hmm. It's what's going on in the jobs environment. Mm-hmm. So all these things come together San Diego. I mean, yes. oh, why don't we do a radio show? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs>
3: That's true. And it's exciting to see it actually happening. Yes. Like I, I, I think there's, we've got a long ways to go. But I think if we look hard enough and close enough, we'll see the fruit of efforts like Michael and Annie, like a Chris Leeper and others yes. that are really put their hand to the plow and are doing the work of the kingdom. Yes. Yes. And there was something else that also is more
2: intimately tied with the pastors around and you were involved in that mm. as well. And it's called, was it Saturate, Saturate. Saturate San Diego? Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. You know, my friend, if you step back and if you actually knew
3: what was going on in San Diego, you would be amazed. Yeah. It's happening all over <laughs> so the place. true. Yeah, I mean, Saturate San Diego, was, um, it was a, a concentrated effort. Ray Bentley from mm-hmm. Chapel, and Miles McPherson from Thirson. The Rock, the Rock the, yes. they came together. And uh, there's an organization called Saturate. It started out, I don't think it started in Florida, but it's it, it, a very successful campaign in Florida where they took uh, the message of the gospel through a, a book, the Jesus film actually, yes. and, um, and took it door-to-door to every home in uh a, a city in Florida we did the same thing here in San Diego just recently
2: but it was more than just those two churches. it was Maranatha it was the body of the Christ it was throughout the body San Diego. of Christ yes and as yeah. i understand it now listen to this my friend they went out and they actually canvassed yeah. the the people in their neighborhood i mean that's a door to door it's an amazing door to door i mean is there some scripture in there somewhere uh,
3: <laughs> yes <laughs> and, and and there was uh, every home in San Diego county was committed to taking that packet of information that every, Jesus every every single home in Cal- in, in in San Diego, three point one million homes. My my my. That and was the target. That was the target, and supposedly every single home was committed to 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 go door to door. Every home was committed to go door to door. You and mean the pa-
2: the pastors in the surrounding ch- n- n- help me churches,
3: pastors, uh, organizations. Yes. Whoever would say, hey, I live in La Mesa, yeah. give, me, give me a box of these things and I'll go work my neighborhood. And that's exactly what it is. people come together, stuff the, the little plastic bag, the door hangers. Uh-huh. And then they would uh, designate a day. They would go out on a Saturday, say, for hours and go door to door. Oh, my goodness. So hundreds and I mean, thousands and thousands yes, of yes, yes. people heard the gospel. And, and
2: we may not hear the uh, end results of that for right. quite some time because those are the kind of things, the, those are the seeds that have it's been planted seed. all over the county. And let's see what God does. Yeah. I know you have a heart for seeing people, a candy being saved as well. Yeah.
4: Absolutely, yes.
2: <laughs> I te- I'm teasing. I te- I'm the kind of I'm, I'm teasing her a little yeah. bit because I, I like to tease her because she she is a deep well. I just we're just we're, I'm just jostling her a little bit. See what she, she is a deep, deep well. With, what spills out. So we've got about uh, two or three minutes left in this segment. Let's talk about the synergy that happens when you get all different kinds of uh, skill mm-hmm. sets together. Mm-hmm. You know, Barry. The scripture says the one shall chase a thousand yeah. and two. Shall chase chase ten thousand when you when when you do the equity on that you realize when you know I can do a, a little bit myself and you can do a little bit but when we team up together but when we team up together with other people mm-hmm. that are like hearted mm-hmm. look out San Diego yes. but look out California mm-hmm. look out United States mm-hmm. and ladies
3: and gentlemen boys and girls look out world yes you want to talk a little bit about that I, I just think I'm so encouraged by what I feel like God's doing in our in our state not yes. just California or San Diego but I, I I'm convinced that when we begin to honor one another and we unite around the person of Jesus, not our congregational beliefs, not our, our statement of purposes, not our, our mandates, but if we unite around the person of Jesus, there's nothing that can stop the church, the ecclesia, from advancing in this region and up and down the state and throughout the country. Nothing can stop yes, right. that movement. My, mind, that's ex- exactly right. But there are... There are uh, there are areas where we
2: can stumble and fall mm-hmm. and we've stumbled and fallen in the past. We look back at the church, back in the early church. I mean, they stumbled and fell mm-hmm. as well because they started going me my mine. Yeah. And this is my denomination, yeah. this is, you know, I'm a Paul, I'm a I'm mm-hmm. I'm a Paulus, and all those kind of things. We have to be very vigilant not to l- allow that to happen. Yes. And I know that you one of the you have such a you you've had a hard cry for the unity in the body of Christ mm-hmm. in San Diego. For a long, long time. Yes, and I know some of the frustrations we go, maybe is this going to be it? And all of a sudden it starts to take off. And all of a sudden something gets out of whack in one area or, or another. And God goes, I got to pull the reins until you get the right heart attitude mm-hmm. on this. So is, is it possible, Barry and Candy, that we're, we're, we've crossed over many of those hurdles and we can mm-hmm. go on from here? Is that possible? I do believe so yeah, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> you know we've got uh, well we 're going to spend a little bit of time in the next segment talk a little bit more about not only the pitfalls but how God wants us to learn from those pitfalls and go on into bigger and better things and My friend, if you have a heart for San Diego County and you realize you may not have all all the solutions. We're going to encourage you throughout this show to identify with other people around and actually move in alongside of them in in, by virtue of their calling and your calling and see what God does. Because he's about ready to do major inroads, that's good. Yeah,
5: that's <laughs> not only
2: good. in San Diego but out of San Diego as well, isn't that yes. right? Barry? Oh, I completely believe that. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So, would you stay with us for the remainder of the, 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 this hour? There's Honored Sappingtons. Yep. Yes, and and we're going to just devote one segment asking Candy about some behind the scenes. Good, things. I and think she can that'd hand, be great. No, she can. Ha- don't worry, we, she can handle it. She because, can. She, she, she's a, a deep well. She deep well. Deep well. <laughs> My listening, <friend. laughs> the the Sappington's, <laughs> and Kaz uh, and Come Together San Diego. Guess what? We will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego,
1: the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego. is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise.
2: And we are back. It with- Barry and Candy Sappington, uh, the pastorate of Crosspoint Life Church in La Mesa. How, you know, I don't like to say things just normally. <laughs> Barry, I be, you know, God has moved me into a position where I could, on Sundays, I go around and encourage other churches and things like that. I find more often than not, I tend over towards La Mesa with you, with you because because you guys are so uh, inviting and uh, transparent. And you kind of break the mold of what a church environment in, in the past used to no. be. And one of the things that we're getting out of, I think, in the, in this kingdom age mentality is we can't do church the same way we've no. done it before. Very true. So do you want to give a word of encouragement to uh, parishioners and pastors that uh, God's saying uh, he, he's expecting us to, to do things more
3: intimately with him and also intimately with one another more than ever before? Yeah, I think I think it's time for us. To really listen to what the Father's trying to say to us and yeah. not live for others, um, what they're doing in their congregation, another prototype, another uh, whatever it may be. Live for what the father's telling you, what's in your heart, what's in your hand, and be obedient to that voice and be obedient to that mandate. Don't look left or right. Just stay true to that, even if it doesn't look like what everyone else is doing. In fact, I kind of thrive on that. Yes. In
2: fact, the truth of the matter is if it doesn't look like what everybody else is doing that means there's a niche that you're filling that nobody else is filling. Right. <laughs> right.
3: It's our assignment, right? Oh, it's that's our unique good. assignment. Yes.
2: And, and I one of the challenges I think for pastors is for the pastor leaders to, get, to go you know, we learned cer- certain things in seminary and things mm-hmm. like that but the, the nuances have changed a bit. A lot, yeah. A- and we need to be really sensitive to not only the people but how the people get to play a role in the whole church environment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to Redefine what church means based on the people that uh, have gravitated to us. Correct, correct. <laughs> that very can be true. a challenge, also, if you're trying to follow the. Here's what here's what I my mandate was, mm-hmm. and we might have to come and relook at that mandate because God's doing bigger it's stuff. it's Got to be very fluid, right? Yeah.
3: It's got to be fluid. I like it's it. Got to be to change. Yeah, 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 yeah
2: now I, I, sometimes that 's a challenge you know you know, you, you know the, the the temptation from a pastor is we 've done this all, all the time this mm-hmm. way, and this is how we 've structured our church services here 's how we 've structured our staff yeah and and I, I think there's a time right now when a lot of the parishioners are going. That was okay, but there's some stuff that God's called me to do. How do I approach mm-hmm. this in my church environment? And I think our pastor leaders are having to say, rethink this a bit. And how, how do we get people out of the pews and into the streets Absolutely. in a positive way? Yes, yes, A lot of people have been out of the pews and into the streets for, because they didn't like the pews. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not where we're going. Right, or the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: but it's moving, it's moving from a, a, a church mentality, if you will, to a kingdom mentality. And uh, so I think that it's very important for church leaders to recognize that the church is called to uh, train, equip, and then kick people out of the church <laughs> to go do what they've been called to do. <laughs> and that's what I think Candy and I have been yes. pretty good about doing the last many years. Yes. Saying, we're not content with you showing up at our church. Yes. We want you to come, we feel, we're family, right? As part of the kingdom, we're family, but as a family. Pastor or as a, a, as a leader, I want you to go do what God's called you to do. And we'll support you in that.
2: Yes. Uh, now I have to brag on you a little bit, Candy, because I observe you during a church environment, and it's, anything you say, nobody could take offense with the way that you say these <laughs> things. Like, uh, excuse me, this is wrong, uh, and shame on you. You would, uh, even if you said the, the, the heart behind that saying, make adjustments here. They'd go, oh, thank you, Candy, <laughs> I mean, because you have the, you have the loving heart of of that, and it's, it's not a reprimand; it's a mother's loving directive on things like that and the church uh, the church loves you guys i mean i have observed that and and uh candy you'll come up and just you you may give announcements or something like that but they're a word from mom and i don't Mm -hmm. mean that in a negative sense whatsoever it's a loving thing Mm -hmm. and and there's a magnetism there and and i think you've probably learned that it's a lot better in in a church environment if you're a leader to lead from among them rather than from above them Mm
4: -hmm. yes absolutely i uh I feel like I learned how to become (laughs) a a mom and uh, being a mom in real life and now a grandma too. It's sometimes uh, a hard lesson to learn as a pastor's wife. We've been married 33 years and in ministry, most of that, but I didn't know how to mom or be a mother to people in the church. And probably about a decade ago, something happened in my heart and I've been able to approach people from a different place and learning to love people without an agenda. Mm. That's huge for me right now. I, I feel like God's really teaching me how to love better.
2: Uh, Candy, do you sense that God is doing that on a broader scale? Uh, he's doing it across Point Life, but have you know? You, you talk to other uh, wives and, and female pastors as well, and we got to admit, we men have to admit that the women have a sensitivity that we go completely over our heads. So sometimes God is engaging the, the, the female parts of the body of Christ to uh, elevate and uh, and encourage the the body. that we guys, even we, the pastoral guys. We're, we may miss a bit. And we, mm-hmm. if we're smart enough, we can go, hey, wait a minute, we can learn from these ladies. Yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit?
4: I think it's it's new. I think that um, still mm-hmm. we have a lot of religious people, a lot of religious pastors who still want to do things the old way. And I think that maybe a younger generation of pastor's wives coming up, they're learning how to love people right where they are because our kids love mm-hmm. differently than how we loved yeah. our kids. Yeah. True. So um, just learning how to to be in relationship and in community with people looks very different than when we were first in ministry. So true. Yes,
2: yes, yes. I'm going to make a comment and make a, and you give me your observation on this. Love. Mm. We need to love others as Christ loves us. How does Christ love us? Love us. He He loves us uh, with uh, almost a reckless abandon, almost a complete. He's looking at you and your character and the love for you rather than what you did right or what you did wrong. And when we realize that level of love. We're the one who makes our own adjustments because mm. we don't want to disservice or, uh, or, or discourage or sadden the one whom we love. And would you say that that's, we in the church environment, we're beginning to learn that lesson. Uh, if we can do, if we can do have our relationships s- steeped in love, then other people will go, what can I do to mm. be a blessing to these guys? And, and then other people with them as well. I want to talk a little bit about so that. So well it's stated. amazing.
3: And it's, that's it's that's well stated, Kaz. I think that it, it, if for us, Candy said it, it's, it's been a real process that God has to knock things out of us, off of us, so we can line up with the way he wants us to live our lives. Yes. So there's no blockages. There's nothing that keeps us from engaging a person that's completely... What's the scripture talk about? It's, who's your neighbor? Love your neighbor oh, as yourself. Like well, who's your neighbor? Probably that person. That's completely opposite of you. Yes, yes, yes. Completely different than you. Matter of fact, it's probably the person you just don't even like. <laughs> but if we can learn to love that person, who, it, could be a, it could be a person from another country. It could be, and we, can, we can label people, right? It could be someone like that. And if we can love them well, they're going to find Christ in us. They're going to begin to dip into the water of the kingdom, so to speak. Yes, yes.
2: You know, I, I've been observing what God's doing in San Diego for decades, and I'm seeing a change here. But it seems like it, it, it happens on the natural level and then on the supernatural level, or it happens in a in an individual church environment. And all of a sudden you look around, it's happening similarly in other church environments as well. And what I'm sensing is this heart cry for intimacy with him mm-hmm. is, is, is blossoming all over the different denominations in San Diego County. And all of a sudden you realize the same kind of thing that's happening in your church if you let it mm-hmm. will happen in another church. Right. And it's not just a matter of that church succeeding. And all of a sudden it's a horizontal thing and it's, it's not one church anymore. It's the yes. church. Barry, yeah, come heart on. Man. So desires. So to good. See that.
3: So yeah. good. It's, it's about family. If we really understand what family's about, we create these structures that support family. That means we can deepen relationships. If we look at people as family, that means we can raise up sons and daughters. If we see them as family, Ooh. that means how we approach Doing church isn't about managing people. It's about deepening relationship with people to help them find their true purpose in life and find Christ ultimately. Yes. And when, sons and daughters. Yes, and
2: when you talk about deepening the relationship, the other piece of the equation, and Candy, I th- I know that you see this as well. We talk about, as a pastor, deepening the relationship with his parishioners, but the, the same is working as you step back a notch and that is, you're, the pastors are also reeling, realizing they need to build relationships with other pastors mm-hmm. and other leaders mm-hmm. as well, and the stuff that they w- were shy on, they were unable the, to do, all of a sudden the pastor to their left and to their right or the, even a different denomination yeah. says, I, I I can handle that, thank yeah. you very much, mm-hmm. and it's not me fighting against you for uh, Sunday morning worshipers, yeah. it's us worship, worshiping and t- tying it together, and and Nobody can contain the, the quantity of people that comes mm-hmm. into the church environment as a result of that. We have got about a, a minute left. Would you like? Would you be so kind as? Would you pray over the pastors in San Diego County and the pastor at the the, the parishioners as well? That what God has begun here in unifying His body yeah. just continues, and that we can hear things properly. And would you be so kind as
3: yes. to pray over us for that as, as we close this segment, Barry? Father, deaden deaden anything in the in the atmosphere that does not belong of you. Only let what is of you rise to the top and that can be heard. Let your voice be heard. Let pastors of congregations begin to be awakened to your heart. Awaken their hearts, their eyes, their ears, their senses to who you are. And may the the parishioners, the family, the, the churchgoers, may they begin to line up with your purposes, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Jesus. We thank you. We bless you in your name.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Thank you.
3: Any thoughts, Candy? You don't
2: have to say anything if you don't want to, but you—you're you, so filled with it. You—you, you, you, the least thing you can say is, "Hey, Barry, nicely done." I love you. Good job,
4: babe. I love you. <laughs> you know, you're my, amazing. I got to get you a Starbucks later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
2: like the. You know what, my friend? It's not so tough. You're not, no, even when you're <laughs> called upon to say something, it can just simply be a simple word of encouragement. Absolutely. And that does wonders. Yes. That's the lesson, Candy. Well, well done. Thank well, you. Well done Thank lesson <laughs> for our listeners today. My listening friend, we're going to come right back. We're going to mm-hmm. talk more about what God is doing in San Diego and, and talk to some other people who've been given the vision to do this and connect other people as well you're going to be amazed about whom you're going to be uh, this, the words from another person that's going to be joining us very shortly and his insights as well but when you connect their insights with Barry and the Sappingtons uh, and other pastors and leaders throughout San Diego County God's doing something, Something and it's going to be unstoppable. Amen. We're going to talk about this unstoppable (laughs) in the next segment and beyond. And guess what? Oh, man, we're going to be right back.
1: This is Rob Stark, pastor of Lamp Ladder Revival Center. There's a time and a season we're entering right now where the new wine is being released and we all get to drink of it. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise.
2: Well... My friends, we're going to do that. In, or, in order to step forward, sometimes you have to step back. You know, sometimes if if you want to get some momentum, sometimes you have to step backwards a little bit. So I'm going to step back just a few days, actually, a few weeks. Uh, time frame uh, March 6th through April 14th of this year. Many San Diegans uh, witnessed a phenomenon, uh, I, I would say, of biblical proportions. It's called 40 Days of Hope. And uh, and it was a, a joint effort of believers all over San Diego County, uh, and it was in, under the tutelage of a number of people who, who have done this before, and this was another year, but each time it ascends to a higher level. Uh, Barry Sappington is with me as co-host of this hour, and you were involved in 40 Days Absolutely. of Hope. yeah. And we have the guy who was actually helping to spearhead that in an even bigger way, a great friend of yours and mine. I <laughs> love this guy. Why
3: don't you introduce him? This man. is a dear, dear friend of mine. If you like him so
2: much, then why I don't you do introduce him? do love this guy, man, because he <laughs> carries
3: such a power. Not only is he uh, large in stature, he's oh, a big yes, guy. He is. His heart is as big as his stature. And his name is Chris Leeper. He's the director of uh, 40 Days of Hope California, yes. which was San Diego, has now developed into California. Yes. He is an amazing man of God. Yes. I'm glad he's on today. Hey, hey Chris, how you doing?
5: I am so blessed to be with you, Kaz and Barry, and excited just uh, for to share to the, with the audience all that God has been doing.
2: Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, why, why do why do we Terry? Why don't we let you share? Yeah, then lay it on us, Chris Lieber. <laughs> forty days of hope. Amen.
5: So during the forty days of hope, forty days of hope is about prayer and fasting, worship and outreach. It's about a unified church coming out of Psalm 133. For those of you who've never heard of the 40 days of hope, the, the Psalm says how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. The word unity there means harmony. And so as the body of Christ, we believe as we harmonize together with the father's heart, as we align with heaven and we unite on earth, that God will release a blessing on our cities and on our state and we know that our state deeply needs the Lord to move. And I believe that he has a plan A. Plan A is the body of Christ. He has no plan B. You are it. If you're listening right now, you are God's plan for San Diego. You are God's plan for the state. You are God's plan to bring transformation. He, His Holy Spirit is inside of you if you are a believer and he wants to guide and lead you to advance his kingdom on the earth and so we did that through the 40 days of hope it's kind of a time to practice together it's uh, it's sort of uh, practicing so that we can learn how to walk together and be united and so we prayed together we prayed similar prayer prompts we fasted and sought the lord we worshiped together we reached out in our community. We we uh, we emphasized the saturate initiative that was during the 40 days of hope. It's 40 days to Palm Sunday, and so we we believe that the Lord has ans is is and has answered our prayers many times throughout the rest of the year. <clears throat> we experience answers to prayer. We experience some of the things we cry out in fasting when we're weak and when we're weary. We're actually experiencing the the answers to those prayers during the year. This is our fifth year. We were in 35 cities across California, and I just wanted to talk to the San Diegans right now and just tell you the significance of our part in California. I believe that every region, every city has a divine uh, a destiny in the Lord, and even in Acts. Chapter, chapter 17, Paul talks about how God uh, made, like a predetermined, allotted uh, places and boundaries and dwelling places for us. And so the Lord has predetermined, if you live in San Diego, He's predetermined your place to live, but He also has given us a destiny. And What is San Diego's destiny? Well, first of all, it is the feet. It is the feet of the state. And it brings the gospel of good news. And and so San Diego has a huge destiny in the Lord for the state. As a matter of fact, I believe it's so crucial that if we don't do our part, this state will suffer greatly. And so out of San Diego, the last uh, four years, uh, we have been doing 40 Days of Hope for San Diego. And out of San Diego this last year, the Lord told us, I want you to open it up to California. I want you to begin to reach it. But it was from the strength of San Diego. It was from the strength of our unity that has been cultivated in prayer, cultivated in God moving among us in the 40 days, beyond the 40 days, uh, all across our, 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 our region, our county. And God is going, okay, I want to use this as a springboard. To reach and impact the state, and this year we saw 35 cities impacted. Over 300 events were calendared, and and there was probably more like 400 or 450 that were not that the extra 150 were not on the calendar. But there was 300 events calendared every every day. There were events during the 40 days. There was 400. Four, I'm sorry, four thousand four hundred people all throughout California, on Facebook, tracking with us, <laughs> participating with us. And, and because of what we did in Saturate here in, in San Diego, Santa Maria heard about it. They were doing the 40 Days of Hope. They were already praying and fasting and worshiping together. They heard about Saturate, and they said, hey, can we do it as well? And so they took, they took that on, and they're blown up. Santa Maria and the surrounding cities around that just It's just amazing. And like Fort Bragg, when we went, Michael Griffiths and I went up to visit Fort Bragg and the pastor told us, listen, we are the lost coast. I mean, there's not a a major highway that comes through this area and we're known as the lost coast of California. And they're right under Eureka. And, and just to give you a perspective of where they're at. And he's like, man, just blow the menacing call. Blow, tell people we need help. Tell, tell people to pray for us. Um, and they, they have a, a. It's a very small community that's just uh, got drugs and alcohol and various things. But, but the Forty Days of Hope initiative was able to focus on that city, and the the pastors of that city came together and they prayed together and they fasted together. And we have not heard all the reports yet, but we're just believing like <laughs> there is a stirring. Yes. And, and people, people are saying like, I just feel the wind of revival. Yeah. It smells like the Jesus movement. Wow. It's, right. it's, it, 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 and, and the, and the word the Lord gave me, I'll give you a couple of words here. So, so first of all, in Isaiah 54, it says, enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitation be stretched out. Do not hold back. See, this is a command of the Lord. He's saying this, and he's saying, do not hold back. Lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you will spread abroad to the right and to the left, and your offspring will possess the nations and the and the people, the desolate cities. So I want to just say this to the San Diegans. The, the, the divine destiny that God has for us is, is going to be used to help rescue california out of the uh, out of the terrible things that are going on and the lord is saying i want he's giving us an opportunity to engage and so next year the vision the lord has given us is to reach during the 40 days of hope coming out of san diego to reach the 482 cities in california <laughs> that we would we would have a presence in those 482 cities of prayer Fasting, worship, and and in next year's, and then also that we would initiate reaching the 13 million homes in California would be reached with the gospel by the end of 2020. Oh, Chris! And so I I believe God. And listen, I want to just end with one more thought. The Lord, I said, Lord, this is very ambitious. (laughs) I said, Lord, I do I don't want. I don't want this to be my ambition. I don't want to just be excited and cast vision and and it not be you. And he stopped me in my tracks. And he said, and he said, um, he said, "No, it's my ambition."
2: Oh, I like it, Chris. Yeah. Chris Lieber, and, th- and Thank you. You know what? You've got so many people around you that love you like crazy. Um, you, you do have a, a stature with the Lord, and I, 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 I'm teasing around because he's he's six foot four, fifteen. Six foot fifteen. <laughs> last I measured, he gets taller every time I see him. He's a man who walks. With God. So I'm going to have Barry Sabington put a period at the end of your run-on sentence there, Chris, if you don't mind. <laughs> and then we're going to get into another, another segment. My listening friend, if you said something's going on in California, mm-hmm. forget looking at the news and being downtrodden and anxious about that. There's an undergirding that God is doing that really doesn't necessarily be seen early on. In fact, the foundation is being strongly built right now, and you don't see... The the value of the house uh, when the foundation is so uh, invisible, but it, the foundation is being put together right now, and the weight of God's presence can be borne in California if we are obedient to His word. Mm-hmm. A quick
3: word here, Barry, uh, yeah. as we close the segment. Chris, R- Chris, you're a, m- remarkable, amazing, well stated, Chris. And a couple of weeks ago, Chris, Candy, I were a pro-life, uh, pro-life uh, uh, fundraising dinner. And it was an amazing attorney that was there speaking from out of state, but speaking to us here in California. And uh, everything he said was just very, very well stated. But he said one thing. He said in his life, in our lifetime, we'll never see California turn to be a pro-life state. And was the one thing that resonated with me. I went, you know what? That's a lie. I'm yeah. not accepting that. Come on. <laughs> and the things you're saying right now and the things we're sensing in the spirit is that God is turning our state. Yes. And we're going to war. We're going to fight. We're going to believe that what you're doing with 40 Days of Hope – Uh, for California and all these cities that uh, are going to participate next year. God is rising up an army, raising up an army that's going to turn the state to be pro-life and to be a state that once again recognizes God and his goodness to us. Yes, yes. Chris Leeper, 40 Days of Hope, Barry Sappington, everything. (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) 40 days of hope uh cross point life church uh unite san diego come together san diego and there's other worship things that he's involved (laughs) with he's you're you're everywhere as is chris my listening friend there's every reason for you to be hopeful but in the next segment we're going to talk about not only the reason you have to be hopeful because of other people but the reason you have to be hopeful with what god is going to do to and through you i'm talking about y-o-u every reason to be encouraged we're going to talk a little bit about that and uh Candy Sappington is going to join us again because she has some insights that you need to hear about that. So, Chris, thanks for joining us. Barry, <laughs> Bye uh, Chris. Stay with us. We're <laughs> about, we're about ready to come right back.
1: More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together
2: San Diego on K-Praise.
1: Here's Kaz Taylor.
2: Hey there. I am with Barry and Candy Sappington, pastors of Cross Point Life Church, but oh ho, oh, so much more. <laughs> we've, we've oh ho. <laughs> we've, we've been talking about the different things that are going on in San Diego County. And in fact, the next hour we're going to talk about more of these things as well. But we were just talking about during the break, we've got, you know, Unite San Diego going on in San Diego, and we had the Saturate thing and 40 Days of Hope. I mean, God just goes, What's in your heart? Let's uh, incorporate that with the, with the big picture. And all of a sudden, the church gets to be the church in San Diego county and we even get to be a prototype and other people can see it in other parts of uh california we talked about this uh people see what's going on down here and say we want a piece of that too and that's what god's doing he's going i just want to multiply my heart cry but first I have to show off my heart cry so other people can get it. And I'm going, to, I'm going to quote a Barry Sappington phrase here. Sorry about that. I'm going to use this to set up this segment. You didn't even realize he was, <laughs> he was okay, spouting off a little bit during the break. And he was saying, this means this, and this fe- feels to me like this is that. And I started writing it down. He said, Barry, this is coming back at you. So this is what he said. He said, you don't have to be known to make him known. That is so good, Barry. That is so good. Mm. And when you said that, I I said this is going to actually set up Candy's segment here because we're going to talk a little bit about uh, people who feel like I don't want to be known. I just want to do what my calling is. And you, you do that so well. But you also, uh, you pattern that so well because people see you as a a lover of God and a lover of people, and it's infectious, and they want to come alongside and help as well. You do similar things like this at Crosspoint Life Church. Do you have a word of encouragement to those that are kind of sitting back going, I don't think, I don't know what to do. I want to do something. I know. You've seen that before, Candy.
4: We all have something that we can offer, and God just wants us to use what it is that we have in our hands. Mm. And um, like Annie Griffiths. Yes making 50 mantles to give uh, to some of the ministry team at, what was it? The Wake, wake in, the, uh, dawn. Wake in the, wake dawn. the Dawn. 50 that she sewed by herself. I know she by stayed hand. up all night yeah. doing this. And, and it was the, the
2: analogy was the the, the Elijahs mm-hmm. need to pass the mantle the to the Elishas, right. and, and what it does is multiply the vision. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. And she also has a gift of, of hospitality, and she's just really awesome at that. I don't have the gift of hospitality. Her artwork, but, too. Don't forget. Oh, I mean, artwork. It's amazing. Yeah. So, Annie, if you're listening, you are just an amazing woman that you use your talents and your gifts for the glory of God. Maybe not up in front of people, but it's just such a blessing to see what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I Come on, have, Candy. I oh, you
2: do. <laughs> yeah, she, she says that. <laughs> I, I've observed her.
4: <laughs> I don't have the same gifts that she has. but The same
2: one, but it's a unique one. Yes, it's and, an encouragement and, gift.
4: And God's called me into the marketplace. And so, for years, my husband would talk about... as. Uh, from the pulpit, we need to be in the marketplace. We need to reach those in the marketplace. Well, he's saying that, but he's not in the marketplace. So it's perfect, a perfect setup that his spouse, that his wife is in the marketplace and just trying to be a light out there and just love people right where they are.
2: Yes. And it's, it's a lot of times I think when a friend of mine was mentioning this today, he said, there are a lot of people who decided, who are successful in business. In fact, this was a, a very predominant business guy. He said there are a lot of people that were successful in business and they made the mistake of saying, okay, now I'm going to go into ministry. Yes. And, and why yeah. are you going into that ministry when the whole f- world is a, a ministry field yeah. for you, yep. even in the business that's environment? Ministry. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, so, and so what God is trying to say to us is, you know, you may have this, you want to have, be the mantle of a pastor. Right. Well, come on, you can be a pastor to all the people that you see that's every correct. day in work or the person that's uh, uh, in the, in the in the grocery store looking at rotten bananas going, which one's the ripe one? (laughs) You know, wherever that you are, you have an opportunity to do that. Yes. And I really honor you, Candy, for being in the the workplace, but also knowing that that's part of the calling.
4: Yes, it is part of the calling. I think it's a major part of my calling. Also, when I come back to church, I'm not there 24 seven. Like my husband can be there during the day. I am not, but I serve in other ways. I lead intercessory prayer and try to, gather whoever is called to do what I do, and that's get on our knees and pray on behalf of other people. Also, I love to encourage people to call out greatness in people around you. Anyone can do that. Say that
2: again. Call out greatness. Greatness,
4: Yeah. Look for the treasures in people. Look for the treasures in your husband. Look at the treasures in your children. Anyone can do that. And so uh, we don't have to just sit around waiting for our time. We can start um, ministering right where we are with yes. the people, right in our sphere of influence.
2: Okay, you you said it. Now, would you proclaim this upon the people that are listening? I want you to I want you to be the candy mom, <laughs> candy mom. There must be a song. I in haven't heard that one Girl. yet. <laughs> I know we'll, we'll make it up as we go. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, would you be an encouragement to the people that are listening? Because there are a lot of people around. I know they are. They're going. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like uh, there's things that are going on, but I need to be involved. And God's saying. Okay. And you, and they may be saying, but I don't know how to just do what's in your arena. And as as Moses was told, what's in your hand, use that. You want to encourage our people?
4: Absolutely. I, I feel like too, there's, there's people that have been taught that God doesn't speak to them. Come on. And I believe that God speaks to all of us if we're ready to listen. And one of the greatest examples that we have is if you're turning, tuning into a radio, you just have to. Uh, turn into the right frequency. And so,
2: you notice what she did there, folks? <laughs> she brought it home with what's I've, going I've, on with you. And tried right to make now. it relatable
4: <laughs> right there. And so, we need to just hone into what the Holy Spirit's saying to us. And we can pray for those people just right around us. Um, so, I want to encourage anyone out there just stop for a few minutes and ask God to speak to you. God, what are you saying to me today? What are you saying to me about my children? What are you saying to me about my boss? What are you saying to me about my spouse? Show me how you love them. Sometimes we need to just hear that. Maybe we're so frustrated with the people around us. Ask God what he sees in that person and call out that greatness and start praying into what he sees because he's created them as his child in his image. Yes. And sometimes we have a hard time seeing that. it that's just such a simple thing that anyone can do. Yes, You don't have to get up off your chair. You don't have to leave your house, but you can pray for people right where you are.
2: And you know what sometimes happens with something like that, Candy, is that all of a sudden you do that and all of a sudden somebody else says, you know, I've been thinking about doing that as well. And you mm-hmm. say, well, let's com- come over to my house and let's yeah. just kind of pray together. And all of a sudden you've got an entire group yep. of people that have a like heart and uh, we I, scripture I use all the time is if one can chase a thousand, two can chase ten thousand. Yep. And as you get this group of people together, no telling what you can do and then the idea is just kind of popcorn and all of a sudden you're making major inroads in Mm -hmm. the kingdom of god
4: i've heard of prayer walks starting that way i like it and that's so awesome too because now we're we're praying for our neighbors and we're praying for our neighborhood oh so yeah
2: everybody can do that
4: everybody and you don't have to
2: actually knock on doors or things. you're just praying silently as Mm -hmm. you walk
4: by god bless my neighbors and
2: say as you walk past a dog dropping here and there go yeah Bless them, Father, and give them awareness of what their dog is doing <laughs> in my neighbor. I'm just make, You know what? I ruined the entire. Yeah. I apologize, my friends. I apologize. Oh, guys, you were fun. <laughs> <man. laughs> it's it's time a man. we have to end this segment. Uh, this entire first hour, my friend Barry Sappington. I, I appreciate you and Candy Sappington. Thank you Thanks, for Cass. joining us on this show. But CrossPoint Life Church yep. is your church environment, and you meet on Sundays and beyond. You go. You, you, you know, you don't work by the calendar. Whenever We're Holy Spirit it. has a function or something like that, you open the doors and you guys do stuff. Yeah. So uh, how can
3: we find out a little bit
2: more about your, your church? website,
3: crosspointlife.org, crosspoint with an E. Yes. And uh, social media, we're on everything, you know, <laughs> so, uh,
2: Yeah, all the stuff. Yes, yes, yes. My, my friend, it does my heart good to have friends throughout the body of Christ that are doing God's thing and how oh, it's, God seems to be knitting these people together mm-hmm. and in, in different walks of life. And Candy, you talk about the workplace ministry, but there are a lot of people in the workplace ministry that have become tied to uh, pastoral ministries mm-hmm. as well or other... Uh, para-church ministries as well and all of a sudden the church gets healthy and mm-hmm. the church does what the church is called oh, to do yeah. Correct. my friend yeah. uh, Barry and, and Candy, thank you for joining us Thanks. on this hour yes. we had just a blast Honored. <laughs> Honored. And, and, and Michael Griffith said Annie I, I thank you for thank you for uh, handing the baton off to the Sappingtons and we're praying for your health in and Jesus Annie, name. a remarkable yeah, lady. Okay. And uh, Chris Leeper. I mean, we had, I mean, this is a kind of a microchasm. what God's doing yeah. in San Diego County. Amen. And we're going to broaden this microchasm in the next segment as we talk about hospitality and compassion and what God is doing in that arena as well. My listening friend, Barry uh, Sabington and Candy Sabington and Kaz, it's been a pleasure. And Kaz will be with a new guest right back.
1: This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise, more Come Together San Diego. It's just moments away. San Diego with Kaz Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise.
0: I'll
3: tell the world, world, world.
2: Hey there, I'm back. Kaz here with Come Together San Diego, and guess what? This hour is going to be as remarkable as the last hour, but it is going to be completely different. We're going to talk a little bit more about how God is using the compassion. Ministry in San Diego and beyond, but how he wants to use that compassion ministry uh, through you as well. You know, one of the clear callings that uh, God has given believers, regardless of your ministry or your calling or your ability, is to be compassionate. And what does that look like? Well, uh, people define that differently, but I'm going to have a guest on for this entire hour who has a specific definition about uh, hospitality and compassion— and I want to introduce my co-host for this final hour, Andy Albrecht. And his ministry is tied to what he calls Hattie's House. And... uh we're going to talk a little bit more about that, because it has everything to do with hospitality and compassion, and I'm going to stop talking and let Andy talk. Andy, good to have you as my co-host. It's, it's awesome to be here, Cass. So so thankful, so grateful for the opportunity. It's a pleasure. Let's start out with a broad brushstroke, and then we'll get down to the specifics as we go. Uh, Hattie's House, and, and a little bit about you and how all this stuff has come and is coming to pass.
6: Well, I think about when I uh, think of Scripture, and this is a Scripture that a lot of us know, 2 Corinthians uh, one for, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves have comforted by God. And, you know, 17 years ago, a doctor looked me in the eyes and he says, your daughter has, a seven, has an 80 to 90 percent chance of dying. And uh, I don't know anybody that wants to get that news.
2: Oh, my, Andy.
6: And, uh, and I will tell you, at that moment, the verse that came to me is when Jesus was on the shore of Galilee, and you're going to be there soon in Israel. <laughs> but he said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. And uh, I looked at that doctor, and I said, Brad, Jesus has authority here, and we're going to pray for you, and we're going to pray for nurses and doctors and machines and medicine, and we're going to pray for the other families. But 24 hours later, Kaz... Hattie, my daughter, was healed, but she was healed in heaven. She went home to be with Jesus. And that hope, that comfort that God gave to us has radically changed our family. Um, You know, really uh, from, from the point of grief and being overcome and not understanding, what God did is God said, look, with the peace that surpasses all understanding, with the hope and the assurance that you have, that you know where Hattie is, that you know Hattie's healed you know that she's alive and you're going to see her again she's with me jesus and you're going to see her again would you please go comfort others with that hope oh my go comfort others my. and that was the start of uh, of our life as your last guest talked about first in the marketplace and then he said but i've got bigger plans than that my my so that was the start of 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 hattie's ministry h30 foundation which stands for help Hattie Help Others. That's a mouthful. <laughs> it is. So we shortened it to H 30 h three O and then and then out of H three O Foundation, we started serving in Mexico, and then we launched and what that's what we're here to talk about is Hattie's House. Okay. Hattie's House. So every day in San Diego, we have some of the best medical care in the world, literally in the world. The Morris Cancer Center, UC, UCSD Eating Disorder Clinic, Scripps, Sharp, uh Kaiser, uh Palomar, and people show up here in San Diego because their insurance said, this is the best doctor. This is where you're to go. And and they show up, and, and they may have an appointment with a surgery, with with treatment, but they need their support person with them, their loved one, their 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 husband, their wife, their daughter, their son. And the average night stay, cost of a hotel in San Diego, is $170. Mm-hmm. And some of our guests have been here for three months. Yeah, you start doing the multiplication. You start doing it blows the mu- your mind, doesn't it? Yeah, it blows it? your mind. But, but it gets back to, for me, Kaz, and for my family, and for what God did to us, the comfort he gave us, is, is my heart is, is for God to build this network, which we've started here in San Diego, where people have said, I have a spare bedroom. Mm-hmm. I have a spare bathroom. If your dad or your mom doesn't have a place to stay... Have them fill out an application on House dot org, and guess what? They
2: can come stay at Kaz's house, wow. and you can serve them right where they are. You know, we were in the last segment of the of the show. We were talking about the things that people can do, even though they say, oh, "I'm not a minister. I don't know how to do those kind of things." You know how to open your heart, but part of your opening your heart may just be opening your home. Opening your home. And that's amazing. We're talking with Andy uh, Albrecht, and he's got a ministry outreach and a vision called Hattie's house and is tied to his daughter who is absent from the body, but present with the Lord Amen. right now. And she has planted the seed to something that can be absolutely remarkable. So tell us a little bit of, you know, I see people all over the, from maybe all over the globe realizing what California has, but also what San Diego has as far as from a medical perspective. And, and you, you know, when your child is ailing or your your parent is ailing or a beloved a loved one is, is ailing. You have got to do what you can to to put them in an environment where they can have health. So health. Of course, we know that Jesus is the healer, but sometimes he allows the natural healers to come into play as well. And giving them a place to stay, talk a little bit more. I mean, what a remarkable vision.
6: Well, I, I can tell you that um, there are some great places that do this currently in San Diego called the Ronald McDonald House. Yes. Many of us know we've served there. There's the Bannister House, which is part of UC San Diego. There's the Fisher House, which are located around the the globe next to military bases. But Hattie's House birthed out of a a nonprofit that's been in Boston for 35 years called the Hospitality House because a woman from San Diego had a child that needed medical care in Boston. She was sleeping in the hallway. Somebody saw her and said, hey, how long are you going to be here for? At least a couple of weeks come stay at my house. So for the last 35 years, Hospitality Homes has been doing this. Last year, a thousand reservations. So I went back to Boston and I said, teach me everything I need to know. And so we launched here in November. Hattie's House launched. And within four days, we had our first guest. Our first guest. She was driving from Lake Elsinore. So you have to be 45 minutes away. Mm -hmm. But we have people coming from Spain. But this woman (laughs) was coming from Lake Elsinore. She had cancer treatment in Encinitas. So she would get in her car, and she would drive to Encinitas. She would do her chemo and radiation. She'd take a nap because it wipes you out. Then she'd get in her car around four thirty, five o'clock, leaving Encinitas, driving to Lake Elsinore. It took her two and a half hours. Her sister called me and said, it's killing her. What can you do? The American Cancer Society gave me Hattie's house, gave me you as a reference. And the next night, she was checked in to a, to a, a family's home in Delmar Heights. And the amazing thing happened. As much as it was a gift to Georgiana, right, that she had a place to stay every day when she got done with treatment, she drove 15 minutes, and she just (laughs) came home to a wonderful home. But what it did for Carol and uh, Jay Boyd, who opened up their door and opened up their heart to all that God wanted to do, as they just served right where they were.
2: Yes, and the faith 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 in God multiplies at junctures like that. It's kind of like what do they say, passing it on, uh, pay it forward. Uh, this kind of thing is infectious. In a, I, I'm, we're talking medical terms, is infectious in a good way. In a good, a good way. a good kind of infection to have.
6: And isn't it amazing um, that when I, I started pursuing this about five years ago, because we were going to build a building, and everywhere we went, doors were closed. And now five years later, how big is Airbnb? So when you explain this to people, they go, oh, it's kind of like Airbnb. Ooh. Yeah, but it's for free. Yeah, I like It's that. for free. So we so now we've actually even uh, just recently have launched in Sacramento because a healthcare institution up there, a very large one, wanted it so bad, wanted Hattie's house in Sacramento that they gave us a grant, oh my. and we just got our first apartment in uh, Sacramento. So our vision is whether it's Sacramento, San Diego, Chalk, LA, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, out in Loma Linda, all over California is incredible medicine. But there are incredible needs.
2: Very good. Would you stay with us for the whole hour? Absolutely. Because, my friend, I guess you're starting to get a sense of got ulterior motives here. You know, if you're used to it, sitting around, you go, mm, you know, I, I, I'm, I love God, but sometimes I don't know what to do with that love. Mm. God uh, literally opens the door so that you can open the door. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that with Andy Albrecht and uh, Hattie's house. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, in the next segment, I'd like to spend a little bit of time, uh, Andy, talking a little bit about what the what the the people look like that are actually being t- able to take advantage of this. But also we'll talk a, a little bit about what the people look like who are opening their doors as well. And then after we get into that, then we'll dive into many other things as we talk about Hattie's house with Andy Albrecht. And uh, Andy and I will be right back.
1: This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. More. Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K Praise. Here's Cass Taylor.
2: Boy, what a show we're having, my friend. What a broadcast. Two hours of amazing things that really speak to the heart. And guess whose heart we're speaking to? Yours. But it's not us that's doing the speaking. It's the Lord through us. And oftentimes the Lord uses you to speak His compassion and insights as well. That's what we do here at Come Together San Diego. And we've got a remarkable uh, co-host with us on this hour, Andy Albrecht with uh, uh, Hattie's House and it's a a way that people can open their doors to help people who are in medical need uh, come to San Diego and take advantage of the wonderful facilities here without having the anguish of figuring out a place to stay and all the logistics tied to that. So, Andy, in the last segment... We talked a little bit about the kind of people that are coming to take advantage of this and how it's spreading uh, all over the place. So let's let's continue that conversation, shall we? A little bit about, number one, who, who, the kind of people that are hearing this need and, and taking advantage of it. But the bigger picture is, my listening friend, who are the people that are allowing their doors to be opened and the heart of God's compassion through them to be visited to these people. So let's start out with a little overview Andy, uh, about what the people look like that are coming, and then let's broaden the brushstroke and talk about (laughs) the people that are opening their doors.
6: Yeah, you know, there's always these real basic things. I I speak in front of a lot of social workers and and nurses and even some CEOs of hospitals, and they're always concerned. I said, well, you know, all of our guests have to live at least 45 minutes away from the treatment facility. So in other words, they can't, they can't live a block away and say, "Hey, I need yeah, a place to exactly. stay." No, they they're they're usually coming from a distance, and and the other thing is is that we got to be smart about this. They have to have a permanent home to go home to. So, um, so, so you're saying
2: they have to have a permanent home
6: to go back where? to. You know, where? wherever they're coming from. So when when they come to San Diego, uh, you have to you know you have to make sure that when their treatment is done that they they're have going, a, back going back to their home, back to their home. So there's, a, you know, cause people ask, well, what about, what, what happens? No, no, we, we take care of that. And then the per- person that coming, coming with them is an important support person. One of the, one of the beautiful things that we get to do is every one of our guests that are checking in. Now we don't always have patients, but sometimes there may be a patient that gets released out of treatment and then they may have to stay in the area for two or three days before they then go home. But the support person, or whoever's staying in the home, we get to call their references. We ask them to provide a reference.
2: Yeah, well, and, and appropriate, what's appropriate to Yeah, do what's that.
6: appropriate, right? But what's amazing is that the reference can't be a family member. They have to be somebody that they've like worked that. with. And I have some amazing conversations with a pastor in Marietta, Georgia, <laughs> Pastor Nate, just two nights ago, and told me the story of Ray and LT, who are coming uh, at the end of this month. She has a non-cancerous brain tumor, right? And the best doctor is here at UCSD. And so Ray and LT are coming, and uh, what amazing conversations that I've had with Ray to be able to pray with her, to let her know that others are standing in the gap for her. We have a chaplain that The Rock has uh, yes. has given us that goes and visits these people. So again, we, we do our checks to make sure that they're an active patient, sure. that they're in treatment, that, that there really is a need. But a, But a lot of times we don't make any kind of assumptions whether they have resources or they don't have resources. Right. We just know. Pastor Chuck used to say, "We're paramedics. They just show uh-huh. up, and we provide a service for them." Yes. Sir. So we do all those checks, and these people come from Terre Haute, Indiana; Murrieta, Georgia; uh, they come from uh, West Virginia; they come from Mammoth; they come from. Sa- I mean, it is a wide range. We had a we had a, a a guest that was here, that was in Encinitas on vacation for a week, but she was from Nebraska. She was. Uh, a, a snowbird, and she was living in Arizona. So they came over for a week. She had a stroke, and she got really sick. They put her in ICU at Scripps. And next thing you know, she's calling me saying, "Hey, I've
2: got. I've been told here I got to stay here for three weeks."
6: Yeah. So all of a sudden, it comes out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, my my vacation money doesn't cover that. The, exactly you right.
6: Your insurance doesn't cover um, that type of stay.
2: So let me ask you a question: as, as I look at the broad picture here of what you're sharing, it sounds like it's a God-based. A Christ-based endeavor, so you you have a level of freedom to communicate God's love in a number of different ways.
6: Well, we are a, we are a non-religious nonprofit, okay, but we're Christ-centered, okay. And so, you know, I as I talk with every uh, patient or guest checking in, talking about their family, um, usually what ends up coming out is who's Hattie, uh-huh. and my story comes out. And as I share my story, there's a level of compassion. That they have, that they know, that the guy on the other end of the phone has gone through something. Yes. And then I always ask. I said, "Would you be okay if I prayed for you?"
2: And so you, you know, I, I think it's very wise to be to to set the stage for that because it's you know you don't want to be known as somebody who forcefully proselytizes nope. somebody. You want to show God's gospel through your yep. hospitality and your actions. Yep. We How remarkable.
6: You know, even even like when we have our chaplain, we ask them. We said, "Look, we have a chaplain. If you'd like, oh, absolutely, absolutely." You know, and, and so again, we we understand that we want everyone to come stay with us. Yes. We don't want anyone to say, Oh, I don't want to stay there. no. We want everyone to call us. So we want to be very welcoming to whoever you are from wherever you're from that we want to open up our homes That's so good. and give you the opportunity. And, uh,
2: yeah. Andy Albrecht and uh, Hattie's house. Now we talked a little bit about the people that are coming. I think this really begs the question now about the people uh, who uh, to who opened their doors and what do they look like but let me let me just say something what i'm observing here you know my listening friend you know you you may say well i'm i don't preach i don't know how to do all these different things but do you know how to show compassion and you know so, sometimes a person will bear witness of the lord if the uh, the environment is right and there's no threat to them either uh, it is just showing uh, the love of God, and all of a sudden, the the love of God speaks volumes that a, that a ministry, a, a professional ministry, couldn't do. So uh, this is an opportunity for you, my listening friend. If you you say, you know, I I got the love of God, I know what what is a godly thing to do, but I don't have I I don't I don't know how to to minister. You want to bet? All you just do is show grace and comfort to somebody else, and that can be the ministry tool. You're not required to proselytize. In fact, you're discouraged to do that. You're discouraged from doing that. You're encouraged to show forth God's love in the way that God has shown his love to you. So what do these people look like who are opening their doors?
6: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think of the family that's in, um, in El Cajon, and what happened is they have, a, they have a relative in Boston, and the relative in Boston opens her home. And she saw it in the newsletter that Hattie's house was launching. So the relative in Boston called the friends in El Cajon and said, "You got to sign up to do this. You guys would be great at oh it." My. And they have a, a great house in El Cajon, and they've been looking for something to do, and this just fit their needs perfectly. But we also have a family in Encinitas that has three kids. Mm-hmm. They're all, you know, they're they're all in school. They wanted to model what it meant to serve right where they are. Yes, they wanted to model, and they have some pretty interesting. Families that have stayed with them, and they've just been able to show the love of Jesus just by their everyday life, wow. by their everyday life, and, and then conversations will start. Of and, course, and come on in and let's let's play Monopoly <laughs> and
2: just, I, I,
6: Kaz, it is the most. It's the most beautiful thing to just meet people right. right where they are, and and there you don't have to have any script. That's so good. You just have to just have a heart and a willingness. Someone said to me. I've volunteered a lot, and I have never felt immediate gratification, gratis- been immediately gratified as I have when I opened up the door. Because as soon as I open the door, I see their face, and it's like instant, <laughs> You instant. know,
2: my friend, a lot of you may have uh, anxiety about sharing the gospel. This isn't a matter of sharing the gospel. It, this is what it's called. It's called being the gospel. Just being the gospel, being the the uh, representative of the Lord and his compassion, his love for somebody else. And I'll tell you what that speaks volumes, and then sometimes it words pale in comparison to the act of compassion. So this might be something you know, you go you know I've I've had kids and they're all away to school or they're all adults now or you know it could be any number of things that you maybe you have a room or you may have an, a, 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 a a pool house or I mean it, it could be any one of a number of things, and it's not required for you to be a wealthy person. Just have a heart and, and a modicum of ability to fulfill that compassion. You know, you're not going to say, come on over and you can sleep in my garage. You're not going to go there. You want to you be able to show God's love for these other people. So any more input on that? We've got about another minute or so. Yeah, say, I would man.
6: just tell you is that um, if if there's stern in your heart, a lot of times I, I tell people, step. When they cross the Jordan, God told them, <laughs> you know what? The water's going to stop, but you have to get in. So just try it. Just try it. Sign up, become a host, and just try it. We'll fit somebody into your home, and you can see whether or not it fits something that I, th- I truly know will bless you.
2: Yes, yes, yes. While we're at it, we might as well mention your website. I mean, come on. HattiesHouse.org.
6: House. Yeah, H A T T I E S. is House, so two words: Hattie's House. dot org.
2: Right, and the Hattie's House is all, to get, all together, all together, all together. dot org. dot org. And they can get a little, little. They can sip, they, yeah, sip On what you're actually, your, there's your an
6: plans. incredible video. Lester Holt for NBC Nightly News did a video oh on hospitality homes, and it shows you exactly what happens. And it, it, it's just beautiful. All you have to do is watch that video, and you get that you can have <laughs> this impact in somebody's life by all you have to do is say, "Come on in." Oh You're welcome. Yes, yes, yes. You're welcome. Yes.
2: And while sometimes it's hard to predict the actual outcome of the, the medical stay, what, what the people walk away from is that there's somebody that actually cares.
6: Yeah. It, 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 we have a family t- checking in tomorrow, and their accent is so thick, I had to ask where they're from. They're, they're coming from Portland. They're from Kazakhstan. Oh and they've been here a very short time, and they cannot believe that anybody would just open up their home and say, come on in
2: this whole heart cry for opening up your home. Yeah. You have a story attached to this, and we're going to spend a little bit of time in the next segment having you share your story. Mm-hmm. But we want, my listening friend, we want this to be an inspiration for you. You know, God, in San Diego County, there are, is, is doing a spe- God's doing a special work here, and he has special people in, uh, throughout the county that are living in their houses, living in their homes and doing their own thing, but they have a heart cry to do God stuff, but they just don't know how to do that we're going to give this as an option for you, my friend, Uh, comes by the name Hattie's House. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, but we're going to uh, actually have uh, Andy Albrecht tell his story as well regarding Hattie House and God's calling on him. And it may also be God's calling on you. Stay tuned with us because we're going to find out whether it is when we come right back.
5: Hello, San Diego. This is Rick Signs from uh, Red Seal Ministries. I just bless you and ask you, just receive the love of the Lord at this time, uh, this open season we have in San Diego.
1: Come together, San Diego, with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1, and AM 1210, K-Praise.
2: And we are back as intuitive and innovative as ever. And every time I talk with different people uh, in the body of Christ, many times they go, you know, I have this idea and I'm saying don't just have the idea, begin applying it because this is really the time for God to blow on people that have different heart cries that are tied to the body of Christ and to and to have them activated. And you may say my listening friend, I I don't I don't know what I can do. Well, I'm giving. We're giving you an opportunity here on Come Together, San Diego, with this particular uh, interview. My my co-host for this hour, Andy Albrecht and uh, Hattie's house. This is one of the multitude of ways that you can be used to show God's compassion, not only through you, but also through what God has given you—a a home, for example. Uh, so, Andy, I I, I want to spend a little bit of time talking a little bit more about your story but I want you to spend time applying this to other people because it can be their story as well. But I don't want you to forget mentioning your website throughout.
6: Yeah, so. HattiesHouse.org. house. <laughs> Somehow I
2: knew you. Yeah, did. I okay. knew.
6: Yeah. Well, I think of, Kaz, this verse, and it's right on the front of our website. It's surely, I say to you, in as much as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. That's so good. You know, just that simple thing of whatever you have, Right. Can you be generous with it can you can you Can you show generosity and you know again when when we were in the hospital with our daughter, um, we remember the body of Christ coming to our our side. We remember the faces and the meals and the prayers and and just all of that compassion and and heartfelt uh love that that really carried us and and you know I remember when my my youngest daughter or my oldest daughter was three when her sister passed away. So she really struggled with where did my sister go? What happened mm-hmm. with Hattie? And I remember when she was five years old, there's a picture of it on our website, but when she was five years old, I went to Mexico with six, six gentlemen and my five-year-old daughter to Tijuana, and we went to a little village church that was a typical little village church. You know, the toilet didn't really work, and it kind of smelled kind of funny. My, my daughter sat on the ground. And, and just served and, and loved on these kids at this church, Little Village Church. Well, we've been in Mexico as a family the second Saturday of every month for the last 13 years of our lives. I was there today in Rosarita. That was the start of, of God just showing us to just go serve. And in the middle of whatever you're going through, financial difficulty, maybe it's a difficult time in your marriage, maybe you have a wherewood child, maybe there's someone with a health situation but the hope and the peace and the love of Christ that's pouring out on you right in the middle of where you are. You can show that unto others. And and Hattie's house couldn't be simpler. I mean, it could not be. I'll just tell you my story because we have a spare bedroom in our house. So we're part of the Hattie's house network. And a lot of people say, now, don't don't take every family in. But but we we've had a couple of different families. And I can tell you, I have a 15-year-old and an 18-year-old. My daughter is 18, her prom night tonight, Um, and my son is uh, 15. And the last uh, couple that we had stay with us, um, Shannon and uh, Debbie, and they won't mind saying their names, a beautiful family from Mammoth, California. Debbie's 47, single mom, going through breast cancer. She's having treatment. Mom is her caregiver down here with her. Guys, it was like having two aunts in our house. I mean, these were the sweetest women my kids just loved on them, and the encouragement that yes. Stephanie received by going through this. It, w- it was just incredible, Cass. Yes. It's unbelievable.
2: Yes, yes, yes. You know, I, I remind me of a few scriptures that talk a little bit about um, uh, I'm going through stuff myself, and, and i I do have— Uh, Maybe I can do hospitality, but I've got challenges in my own right as well. Sometimes the release of God's blessing upon you comes when you release a blessing upon other people. I'm reminded of a scripture in the book of Job. It talks about God uh, released the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. I mean, if anybody was going through stuff, (laughs) it was Job. And when he had compassion upon his friends, the Bible talks about him, uh, that the captivity that he was experiencing was released and so, what we, you know, one opportunity for us when we're having challenging problems, we show compassion to other people. And it take, first of all, it takes our mind off our own problems. And the second thing happens that God says, okay, whew, I'm going to blow healing upon you. I'm going to blow a different mindset upon you. So, I mean, there's so many ways that this kind of heart of compassion can pay off. And the other piece of of, of the equation is you've— Changed the lives of somebody else, and you didn't have to, you know, worry about studying, you know, the whole the book of Genesis or the or the book of Revelation. You just had to just understand how God loves you and how you need to communicate that love with one another.
6: I mean, I, I can tell you guys, um, there's a, a fourth grade class at Maranatha Christian uh, Fellowship, yes. and this fourth grade class has adopted some of our families that have come in, and they've made homemade get well cards with scripture. So here's a fourth grader who knows about this situation with a family and they're writing down encouragement and they're writing down scripture that then we can give to these families to say look, you're not in this alone. You're not alone. You know cuz in this in these trials, especially medical, people get isolated. You know, I look at America, the family is being pulled apart. When it's a medical crisis, the family gets pulled apart. We're going to do all that we can to keep the family together, to make sure that dad and mom and and everyone that needs to be here during this treatment, during this trial is here and they feel safe and they feel loved. And uh, I can tell you guys, we need Uber gift cards. We have people, the the family that we're going to be taking care of from Kazakhstan, they don't have a car. So they're going to be uber and back and forth and and there's all these little things that you can do to just
2: help people while so, they're here so you're saying that even though they may not have a, a room or something like that there may be a different component and to let you know about it and maybe you can help them figure out how to accommodate Absolutely. Those things as well because
6: a lot of times these people show up and they're thrust in these situations and they're just trying to scramble and they forget to eat. You <laughs> know, right. they they don't sleep well. And so these are all things that we could just provide a place to rest, maybe a Panera gift card, maybe uh, you know, an Uber card so they don't have to worry about, sure. you know, renting just all these little things that we take for granted. We take for granted. We take for granted. And and I had somebody that I went and shared at, at Seacoast Church and he said, Here's a way that you never I don't think you've ever thought of being generous. With your house, to let your walls of your home <laughs> come alive. I know. To make them come alive. And it's it's that simple of a generosity that uh, that you can be a part of and actually change someone's life. I mean, it's, I've seen it. It's incredible. The My stories mind. go on our website, hattieshouse.org. If you go to the second page that says Need Housing, at the bottom of that page are three testimonials of families that have shown up. They just shown up. A social worker said, go to HattiesHouse.org, uh, call call this number, and see if they have room for you. My. You know, it's just, uh, it's amazing, Cass.
2: You know, the Lord says, behold, I stand at the door and knock, and yep. anybody hears my voice and yep. invites me, in, I will come into him, and I will sup with him, and he with me. So sometimes the interaction is very simple, just simply opening the door. Opening the door. And allow the Holy Spirit and God to work through that willingness of opening the door mm-hmm. and... Uh, it's amazing what God can do with just an obedient heart.
5: Mm-hmm. So. And,
6: and really, all we need is a, is, is a, is a bedroom and a bathroom. Uh-huh. Um, we don't want sleep, people sleeping in studies, and we don't want them sleeping in the couch. We need a, we need a yes. spare bedroom, and it would be great if they had their own bathroom. But if not, they have to share. That's fine, too. But that's how simple it can be. And, and if it's not you and you're listening and say, well, that's not me, but you know somebody. Or you might have be able to supply meals. You may be able to supply a meal. Yes. You may have a vacation rental. You maybe have a VRBO that you would want to give up one sure. week out of the year. Sure. There's lots of different ways that you can be a part of truly, truly helping someone
2: in need. Wow. Wow, need. wow. Andy Albrecht, you've opened a, another facet of this conversation. And I'd like to re- devote the entire next segment to talk about how people can actually, you know, we we, we planted the seed, I believe. As far as, you know, hey, well, you know, that is something I can do. I'm not really sure about that yet. That's okay. We want to help you get to the next step. So I I think, uh, Andy, if you'd help us walk us through in the next segment what that might look like and how people can get involved, uh, that would be very, very helpful. Because I think you've spent a lot of time and you presented the topic very well. And it's an opportunity for you, my listening friend. To take what God has given you and use that as a ministry tool, just using the leverage of compassion and see what Holy Spirit does through you, Amen. he will be amazed. So would you stay with me Absolutely. for the last segment? Absolutely. Excited. We can, we can pay this off a little bit more on uh, how to. We talked a little bit about doing what. Now we're going to talk about how to get her done. So Andy, uh, j- join us on the last segment. And Absolutely. We'll do that. And Great. we're talking with Andy Albrecht of uh, Hattie's House and Revelation coming right to you coming to your door in a matter of speaking. Amen. No pun intended. Yes. Well, there was a little pun <laughs> but We'll talk more about it when Andy and I come right back.
1: More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210 K-Praise. Now back to Come Together San Diego the new live local show with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210 K-Praise.
2: Hey, Andy Albrecht, thank you for being my co-host for this hour. It's been a remarkable hour. You and Hattie's house, what a vision that is. So would you spend this uh, remainder of the hour uh, telling us a little bit about uh, how people can get involved? You set the stage very nicely. Now let's find out how people can actually take this and use it as God's ministry tool through them.
6: Yeah, so, you know, it's a very simple process. And, And again, it's whether you're opening your door... Um, maybe you're making a, a, a gift, uh, a monetary gift. You're you know, telling others, getting the word out, uh, making homemade gift well cards, Panera gift cards. But if you go to our website, HattiesHouse.org, there's a, a section besides need housing, it's become a host. And if you click on that button where you say you want to become a host, then you're going to fill out a very simple application. It's it's real easy step through. And then I'm going to come visit you. I'm going to come visit your home and we're going to figure out do you have steps? Do you not have steps? Do you have a dog? Do you not have a dog? Mm-hmm. You know, the different different so you can tailor this ministry, you can tailor this way of serving to exactly when it fits your schedule, the way you would want to tailor it. And and that's what's so beautiful about this. Um you you can you can share different things that that would, you know, that really touch, maybe you're a cancer survivor and uh-huh. you said, "Hey, I really would love to, to, sense. to have a patient that
2: is you know dealing with cancer. Or here are the days that my home was available. Here's the days know. of my yeah. homes that are available.
6: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And so those are things. Those are the real practical steps because once we get you into the database, we're gonna we're gonna do these matches where as the as the the reservations come in, you know. So I'm TripAdvisor, I'm the patient advocate. <laughs> I'm the pastor. I'm all of those. You're things, all things to all, men. <laughs> all things. And as those those requests come in, I mean, we, right now. We have people on a waiting list. We don't have homes. Yeah. we don't have homes to put them in. and I can tell you that um, we had a I, I served a meal on Thursday at my son and daughter's school. I served a meal to the teachers. It was teacher appreciation, so we do food well so we but I, I made a request to all the teachers would you do you know somebody would you would you open up your home And the biology teacher said, "I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can do this. I have a three bedroom home and so I went and visited his home that night. And guess what? Tomorrow he has a guest checking in. My, my, my. A guest yeah, it's, in. it's more simple it's than a mir- you can imagine. It was, it was a miracle, Kaz. I mean, I, this, this mom is so w- beautiful. She's having brain surgery. Her son, they're so passionate. Um, but they had no place to stay. Yeah. And God worked it out. So that's how simple it can be. Become a host. Get uh, Get involved. Show, share the love. We're we're thinking Airbnb uh-huh. for Jesus all over California. Oh, I mean all over wouldn't it be awesome? You you talked about 13 million homes, right? Well, wouldn't it be awesome if if we had a million homes that were open up their door and welcoming people in that are truly in need. I mean oh. they they need hope. They need just just a sense of 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 love that they can get through this and you can do that? by doing nothing other than opening your door.
2: That's right. And I believe in San Diego County, God is doing amazing things here. But why not? We want San Diego to be known as a God place. Absolutely. But we also want San Diego to be known as a place that offers godly uh, uh, opportunities, uh, housing opportunities, or hos- uh, hospitality. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, it is, it what is a remarkable, so simple. Uh, what a remarkable thing for, for you, my friend, to be known <laughs> as a person who opens their door to show, to let... Uh, introduce God to other people. Yeah. Amen. And, and I you know there's if I were I had a Jewish accent I would say mm, why not? Why can't you just do it? Why, <laughs> yeah. Give it a give, no. you know, give find it out a try. Why, why, find out why. But you know? it, does, it doesn't hurt anything doesn't to make hurt. a phone call to you yep. or have a conversation with you right. or have a visit. And all of a sudden your eyes just may be opened and you go, right. you know, oh, wait a minute, I can do this. This isn't that
6: tough. I was on the phone with a a, a, a person that committed an apartment in Sacramento. They said, we're gonna we're gonna furnish an apartment, we're gonna give it to you. And and I said, you know what? Those lives of those people that are coming to be staying in that apartment, their stories are gonna become your stories. Ooh. They're your stories. Yes. So you're gonna be able to hear about what's happening, the compassion that you're doing, and that becomes part of your your company. That's a part of the story of how you're making an impact in Sacramento. And that just blew them away. They couldn't I said, Yeah, the, these are lives that you're gonna hear how grateful they are for what you did.
2: What do you think when you talk to somebody um, that's maybe passively interested in something like this, what's their number one concern uh, on something like this that you've been able to allay their concerns? Yeah,
6: with? you know, uh, I, I tell everyone that every guest that comes in signs, say, sign a, a waiver. There's a, they indemnify both the host and both us at Hattie's House. So we kind of go over that type of thing that, hey, if something happens, we're, we're covered, you know. But But most people... Once they take that step, they just trust. They just, like, I'm going to trust. And they build relationships with these guests. Some of the stories, they're not all mine. I've just heard them. Uh And it is incredible, Kaz, how you just kind of give God the chance to to do something incredible. Just let him go and and open your door and and watch and watch and see what, what can happen.
2: What an amazing! This is an amazing truth, my friend. In all walks of life, this is is a life lesson. I always like to to turn our uh, uh, come together San Diego shows into life lessons for our listeners. This is a remarkable life lesson, not only from a hospitality standpoint, but anything else. God wants to activate you, and it can be in an area that you may not even consider. And this could be one of the most powerful evangelistic or what do you say ministry let's use the word ministry because we're not re- recommending you a- actively evangelize somebody this is open-hearted basically pardon the pun here but you're you're providing open heart surgery yourself
6: well it's interesting your last guest talked about uh, prayer fasting and worship yes so after those things happen let's get active <laughs> let's get active you know that's that's the whole part that's the beauty of it wherever you are be a willing vessel to allow Jesus to live his life through you. That's all you have to do. Just let him live his life through you and watch what happens.
2: Watch what happens. Okay, I I want to give you 30 seconds to be an encouragement to these people uh, about uh, God whispering in their ear and being obedient, and then I have to close the show. But I'm I'm telling you something, Andy Albrecht, what an honor to have you and the vision uh, for for, for So I
6: love it when Jesus said, you know, what are the greatest two commandments? Love the Lord your God with all heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love others. And love others. And I'm telling you, when you put those things in order, man, God just does amazing things in your life. And and so that's a part of our heart. Put those things in order. And we just want to give you the opportunity to do this. Yes. To just do that through this, this way of compassion, this way of generosity.
2: My, my. Andy Albrecht, thank you for joining us. Thank for this you, hour. Cass. you, have You've uh, stirred a lot of people, <laughs> I, I, I believe, right now. My listening friend, I hope this is uh, s- speaking to you t- into your heart. There are things that you can do to impact the kingdom, and they're not that tough. You, in fact, you don't have to do great pulpit ministry or any any great evangelistic ministry or anything else. It's just be whom God has called you to be. Amen. And see where the door uh, doors literally open, and you might find out one of those doors is you- the door to your house. Yes, amen. <laughs> My listening friend, really a pleasure uh, being with you. Uh, next week, we've got a remarkable show talking about unity in the body of Christ uh, as it happened. Uh, as one of the generating factors back in 2003 when Billy Graham came to San Diego and he did uh, Mission San Diego with Billy Graham, that was a key to launching unity in the body of Christ beyond your imagination. And next week I'm going to be in Israel so you can be praying for me. But I'm going to be bringing on a special show that we did in the past, talking with major pastors and other pastors and other parishioners in San Diego County that remember when Billy Graham came and the the turbulence that had happened in the body of Christ here, but then all of a sudden unity happened and the body of Christ began coming together. And here we are in 2000, you know, 2019 2020 and god is moving forward and he's stirring people you know like hattie's house and things like that but other things like that as well you're going to hear some insights from pastors in this next week while well, beyond uh, a special assignment in israel can you believe that and we'll share more about that when i come i'm back. jealous of fo- the following the following week my listening friend i'll tell you what come together san diego we're built to help you Discover your calling and move forth with great power. My friend, what an honor to have you, Andy. What an honor to have you. Thank you, Cass. God bless you guys, and we'll see you soon. Tune in next week. We'll be back soon.